Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Hope y'all are doing good out there in podcast land. Today we're talking about, I'm, I'm talking to all of you overgivers in the audience, people who, who often overgive. Let's use a few scenarios. You could be the person in your family that's always organizing, that's always pulling things together, right? Doing this, doing that, rushing in to save this one, rushing in to save that one, right? And we find ourselves overgiving. You could be the person in the workspace where you're always rallying the troops, right? Bringing everyone together, maybe for the, you know, barbecue or some type of a project or maybe just in general trying to corral people together, or you're going the extra mile. You're the one who always goes the extra mile. And then, you know, if you care, if anyone's paying attention, you'll be disappointed because nobody might care. So <laughs> there are all kinds of things here, you know. Let's think about the romantic relationship. Oftentimes in couplings, we find ourselves in relationships with people. One person might be more of the giver and the other person might be more of the receiver. So if you're a person in a romantic relationship and you find yourself overgiving, in fact, if you're in any of these scenarios that I've mentioned and you find yourself doing this over and over again, you may be feeling overwhelmed, like it always falls on you, at times frustrated, angry, perhaps some of these other things you might feel, for example, no one ever thinks about me the way that I think about them. No one ever does or appreciates what I'm doing. There, there are some reasons why all this happens. Today we're talking about overgiving. And so we can though experience being sad, being disappointed. Well, this would be more of a, we're going to talk about conscious reasons why we may overgive and then some unconscious reasons why we may overgive. Well, a conscious reason might be that we want attention. We want attention with the family. We want attention within the workplace and we want attention within our romantic relationships and also friendships. You know, I don't want to leave out friendships because you might be in a, in a friendship where this happens all the time. I'm the one who always calls. They never call me, you know, and then that can start to bother the person because you feel like you're always the one. So if you're always the one, I'm talking to you. So oftentimes the conscious reasons why we do this is we're used to it. It's a pattern. It got formed a long time ago. You might've been the go-to person when you were a child. You might've been it in your home. You might've been it at school. You might've been it wherever, right? You're the person. Everyone looks to you. You might feel like you're the person to organize things. We just talked about number two, number two, attention. If you like to get attention, if you want attention and you have found yourself, you may have found yourself overgiving, overdoing so that you can get praise. Sometimes it's not conscious, but we know it feels good. Again, it's a pattern. This is something that we've been doing for a long time. Another reason, a conscious reason why we may be doing this, and, and these, are, these could be conscious or unconscious, I guess I'll say, is that we're empathetic. We see the area that needs to be, that we think needs to be filled. So what do we do? We go into that space and we decide it's our job to do it, <laughs> right? When we see people who need things, when we 
can see the vision, right? Maybe in a company. We just have this ability to see what needs to get done because we're usually the person who sees it. And there could be reasons for that also, right? You might be hyper attuned to seeing it because somehow, somewhere, you thought it was your job along the way. But guess what? That job doesn't feel good over a period of time. And again, we start to get angry, resentful. So this is a call to you today. If you are an overgiver, might be time to have the conversation with yourself. Because if you do find yourself getting angry and frustrated, you can make the change. You can actually see it for what it is and make the change, which is wonderful. Before we move on to the unconscious, what I do want to say is a lot of times we do it because it's most comfortable. This is a big one. It's most comfortable to give versus receive. And that's a quiet one. You might be aware in the moment that you're more comfortable if you do the the carpool driving all the time or the giving all the time. But there's a part of it that's unconscious that you might, there's a reason why you may be doing it and that is out of protection. And you might be thinking protection, well gosh, why would I need protection? Sometimes we keep ourselves in certain positions of, I don't know, we could say leader, maybe you're the leader. Maybe the giver is more of the one who's leading things, the doing, the overdoing person. When we play this role, oftentimes we're not comfortable with the receiving side, which is the vulnerable side, which is the allowing others to do for us side. It's interesting, sex is coming to mind. So I guess I'll just go here a little bit. So for example, if you're in the bedroom and you're more more comfortable giving pleasure versus receiving pleasure, there's, there's a nugget in there for you. The question is why? Oh, well, I'm uncomfortable with ABC. But you could also just be uncomfortable in general with any receiving. It could be loud in the bedroom, honestly. So take a look at that for yourself. But the vulnerability aspect is when we feel exposed, even though we might not be aware of it, we just know it's uncomfortable. Think about it like this. You're in a cave. It is a very dark cave. And you've been in this cave for a very long time. Let's say you've been in there for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, the brightest light comes on. And you can imagine how disorienting and how uncomfortable it is when that bright light goes on and it jolts you, it affects your nervous system, it affects everything, it's shocking. And I'm not saying that when somebody goes to do something for you, it's shocking. But what I, I'm, I guess the reason I'm expressing this is because it feels uncomfortable, right? Oh, please don't give me anything. It's kind of like, please don't give me attention. Please don't give me anything, right? Let me just, I'm more comfortable giving to you. You know, throwing that out because these are more unconscious patterns, experiences. The obvious is, yes, it is more comfortable. And and remember, another reason why this is an unconscious role that you play is because you've been doing it for just so long. But again, you can absolutely change this. You can change the role that you're playing. The truth is any time you decide but I, I'm, you know, I'm going to kind of wrap this up here and I want to leave you with, if this is you and if you saw yourself in any of the words or any of the scenarios that I brought up, 
awesome. My question to you is, is it comfortable? And if your answer to me is no, then I'm going to say, okay, where can you make the change? Maybe the first step in this change is just being aware of it. I may have provoked something inside of you so that you can actually start to become more aware. And maybe you're in a relationship with a partner where maybe you're good at receiving and your partner is the overgiver. And you might be able to experience this from the other view. If you're a partner or a family member or a coworker, right? And you see this, <laughs> share the podcast. But this gives you a different lens to, to look through if you realize somebody in your life is an overgiver. But back to, the, back to you, the overgiver, it's like, okay, now that you know this, how can I change this in my life? This is big stuff. Because if you've been doing this for a long time, you could be suffering quietly in a lot of ways, depending on how this is for you. Imagine, I know it's freaky and I know it's scary to change your role because it does affect people around you. There's no question about that. And that can be the most unsettling part of making change for ourselves. It's like, who's it going to affect? How, the, how are they gonna act, right? Because we've been schooled very well on not doing things because of the effect it has on other people. But the truth is, is that we all want the same thing. We want to be able to make a change if we feel like that's important for us and to us. You know, those of us who might be really trying to do that in our lives, we want that for everybody else. We just really want it for ourselves because we want to feel freedom, right? We want to experience the sovereignty and the freedom in our lives. and and just, oh, liberation. Let me tell you people how amazing it is to be able to speak your truth, not always easy, still not always easy for me, speak your truth and to begin that process, to be able to make decisions based on me. It's not that I don't include others, it's just that I think of myself and how the effect will be on me when, I, when it comes to decisions. Am I, am I doing this to, you know, kind of sometimes we do things that end up screwing us in the end. We don't want to do that, right? Making sure you're in the forefront of that conversation. So getting back to ourselves in the overgiving, we're becoming aware. You can make a choice anytime you want to. Maybe the first step is just being aware of it. Maybe the second step is actually verbalizing it, right? If you're in a romantic relationship and you realize this, you know, or you want to, have, you've been wanting to have the conversation. And as a result of listening to this podcast, you actually can say, Hey, I was listening to this lady, right? She was talking about this and I see myself in this. Actually, I didn't realize this is how I felt until now. I help all kinds of people, um, go to their partners and go to their family members and go to their coworkers, uh, because you know, I'm working with them. So use the podcast. I, nothing would make me happier if I can help you start to move your circle outward, start to expand yourself so you can have more freedom and space to be who you really and truly are. And that's what I want for you so much. So I'm going to leave this here. I hope you guys have a lovely few weeks. Uh, love to you all. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Mm -hmm.